Welcome to Drinking During Business Hours, where we have interesting conversations over a great bottle of wine. Drinking is optional, so sometimes my guest doesn't drink, and they just watch me drink. That's fine, too. I'm Sarah Halstead, your host. Support the show by subscribing, following, liking, and reviewing our episodes. Check out my website, Sarah J. Halstead, for my latest stand updates and social media links. Do you still go by the title? Uh, I still uh, go by the title, folk. His Royal Highness folk. Pete Molinari. No. <laughs> uh, I still go by Pete Molinari. <laughs> Pete, but you're by folk blues musician. Yeah, folk. I guess. I mean, folk blues was more my thing, I think, when I did my first couple of records, where now I'm yeah. just kind of... Uh, a more rock and roll now. Kind of I more guess. settled into it now. Yeah, I'm just yeah. more now kind of singer-songwriter, I guess. Singer-songwriter. Even though I don't really look, care for that label too much, but I guess that's appropriate. I don't you hate how we have to have labels? Oh, hi, everyone. It's Drinking During Business Hours. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> did we start it already? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, let's go ahead and start. Because, you know, sometimes the best part of the interview is when you haven't started yeah and and Indeed. i I'm, and i regret not having it rolling but yeah i had it rolling for yeah. a while All right. <laughs> we were just talking about labels and it's... i have two really exciting guests on the show today a repeat guest and friend uh and we, we were just saying his he doesn't really need a label it's no. pete molinari yeah. pete molinari is labels? back on yeah. the show and thank you very much everybody and with him is his beautiful and talented wife, Mila Spigalone. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I'm so happy that you both could make it today. And yeah. we have been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah. And it's just so crazy now that the pandemic has somewhat subsided and things yeah. are busy and yeah. you're entertaining like crazy, both of you, and yeah. I am. So now podcasts have become the new let's grab coffee yeah you know, just to catch up so yeah so thanks very look much look at you and your posh new studio I, I wasn't I, here <laughs> hey it's, it's not bad it's the the setup is a little rigorous for me just because i'm a little tech inept yeah well, i come back in the bbc but, <laughs> but no yeah. this this is fantastic and you know I, I i'm so so happy for you pete we oh, um, we met at the Hollywood Vampires concert eons ago in the oh, green yeah. room. Yeah, we did. That was how we met. Yeah. Yes, and it was Mr. Johnny Depp. Was well, there? with Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You, no one's heard of Johnny Depp, right? Yeah. He, he's not in the news at all. No, not at the moment. I mean, he's kind of quite obscure right now. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's hiding away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was quite a night. Surreal. Standing there with it was Alice Cooper and all those people. Yeah, exactly. And I, I remember walking into the green room, and I, I was there with my friend Cos Candler yeah. from the Ro Romantics, and he was opening the opening act for them. And I had no idea what I was getting into, and yeah. there you were leaning back, all cool and coy. Really? Yeah, <laughs> you just looked so cool and collected and Aww. calm. And we became fast friends. We did. And it was, uh, yeah, I remember that now. It's kind of, it, that's happening around, it's funny because I was speaking to my friend over at Vox Amps, Lauren Molinaire. He shares like a almost exactly the same surname as me. I think more the, the, the French pronunciation. But um, he, I was talking to him yesterday and he said, oh, I'm going down to Nam next week. So it's kind of like, must, must have been about this time oh, a few years ago. Oh, yeah. That we were at that show. I went down with my buddy Bruce um, Wittkin, who's a producer, yes. who's a long time friend. I remember of meeting Bruce Johnny that Depp. night. Yes, yeah. yes. 
Yeah. Well, it's really, and, and since you were on my show, you were on the first uh, in 2017 when I launched Drinking During Business Hours. Yeah. And we what, had such a great time. Was I one of the first? That was, yes, you were. Wow. You were like number five, I think, that Good season. And, yeah. and we had such a great time. And what's really exciting is since we've, we haven't seen each other. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to uh, uh, Miller's show, Miller's show yeah. not too long ago. And so we were introduced, but you got married. I know. You got Who married. Who would have thought? Oh my goodness! You got <laughs> you got married to the know, most look. beautiful, talented <laughs> young woman. And so, and she's showing her ring, and it's what is the what what is the what stone is that, Mella? Emerald, like emerald, like yeah. a Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it goes so beautifully with your hair and your eyes and your style is just one. I can't wait to get to know you because you are um, you are burlesque. You are a singer and dancer or just a dancer. Uh, burlesque is just one of the things. Not yes. exactly my main thing. Um, Tell us everything. I yeah. want to know everything about you. This oh, is so exciting. I, I try to keep it short. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot behind well, the scenes. I saw you perform and you're absolutely captivating. Absolutely captivating performance artist, and um, just you can't you can't Where take your that? eyes. Where was it? The Elroy. Right. Yeah. Yes. It might have been yeah. my tropical follies when mm -hmm. I did the. I took off on my tour with the Gimme Gimmies. Okay, the Gimme Gimmies. We did a holiday tour in December, and that's, that's when yeah, it was around here. the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about your career and how, and and how this came about. Um, well, I'll try to keep it short, uh, but, well, I was born in a family of entertainers. My father mm -hmm. is a magician, clown. Love it. And my sister, too, is, they're all actors. My mother always, you know, helping the production make costumes. She made my first uh, performance in burlesque costumes, too. So I grew up, always did that my whole childhood. And where was your childhood? Uh, in Brazil. In Brazil. In Brazil, Florianópolis, okay. um, in an island, tropical island in Brazil. So your dad was a magician. Yes, he still is. Oh, that is <laughs> so cool. He was in LA actually just a couple of months ago. Really? Yeah. Does yeah. He, still, he performs? Yes, he still has more energy than me. Yeah. <laughs> where Where does he perform? Where was we, he in LA? Here we did a show called Beauty of Burlesque at the Globe Theater. Uh, it's a mustache show, and I I've I did my act, and he did his magic um, number oh. there for two two nights in a row. That had to be so rewarding to be Always. performing with your dad. It's, it's one amazing. of my favorite things. You know, it doesn't matter what show it is, but it's since I've been living apart from my family for almost ten years. Okay. Every time when I perform with my dad, is it's one of the most special special times I do because we're both very passionate artists, and we really he's like one of my best friends. So it, it was it's always special. And uh, and your mom is, is uh, did you say costume? Yes, she is a costume designer. Costume designer. And production set designer in a way. She always done everything for my, you know, for Makes my father. Costumes, right? Yes, How nice. Yes. Um, so, and she's done, you know, performance arts in the beginning. Uh, but then later she just stayed behind the scenes. And when did you come to Los Angeles? Or when did you leave Brazil? And what was your... Your journey with that? Um, well, I, I've been coming to America a few times, and I was really in love because um, because of the 
American vernacular uh, dance and music culture from the jazz age from 1910, 20s until 1950s, 60s. You know, I'm very specialized on all of those dances from the past and I try to keep alive that that, that mm -hmm. real American culture uh, from the past, even though I'm Brazilian, I was passionate about uh, all the American culture from uh, the jazz, the Charleston the blues, uh, being tap dancer since I was nine years old. How and, how did that influence come about? How did you know that era? How did you become fixated with it? Uh, did you have any influences? I did. I think s stuff from past lives too. But mm, okay, <laughs> oh, here we let's go. get really deep. Very, very far. But my, I grew up first time. It's just <laughs> my father used to have all this, you know, Little Richards, all this 1950s okay. rock and roll music, and I used to love. And he. We used to dance together. I used to, for some reason, I was always like vintage things. You know, when I was 10 years old, 10, 12 years old, I learned my first Charleston steps from TV. I saw in a, you know, in a movie on TV and I wanted to learn. So I always been really obsessed with that culture, even with old Paris or cabaret. Mm -hmm. When I started watching um, musicals, like films, like Chicago Cabaret. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, very fixated about that, those sure. times. And in, I don't know exactly where it came from, but it just really resonated with, with my soul and my art. Well, I, I think it's always um, such a, uh, it's, it's a real privilege when you learn your calling from a young age. I think it just helps an artist really get a leg up with whatever they want to pursue within that art. Mm -hmm. If you can find yeah. your passion at such a young age and, and know that that's what you want to pursue and, you know, not really sure like the, the journey or, or how to go about it initially, but at least, you know, the subject, Yeah, at least, the you know, and messy, it just, the journey is messy. The, the heart is in there all the time. <laughs> the journey can be very messy. Oh, so it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> I know your story. A little of it. So just, yeah. So, so yeah. that's to hear yours. Oh, yeah, you would. Oof, I'm telling you. My, you yeah, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if there, is an artist and sometimes once in a while i will interview someone that just kind it just kind of sounds like they had it easy yeah like where they just had their big break at a really early age yeah and you know but who knows what's going on like behind Johnny the Dick. scenes exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Johnny, didn't even, didn't even some, try jo johnny has some, it easy now but some, oh, sometimes yeah. can be yeah. easy for them to start but the journey later can be the hard one so yeah. nobody get get away from hey. yeah easing so life everyone's <laughs> got exactly some. a great example yeah something will happen later Everyone faces some adversity at some yes, point, I think, for yes, sure. Absolutely. And even if you got it easy, you're going to die anyways at some point. Oh, let's really bring her. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> She's so bright. She's, <laughs> she has like this really bright aura. Yeah. Like, it's like she's just, oh, but there's with a this bit of beautiful, darkness for sure. beautiful like red <laughs> hair oh. and red <laughs> lips and red lashes and uh, a light green and we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that doesn't have to be dark. Yeah. It's freedom. I like the dichotomy and you're fascinating this is going to be a, <laughs> I lot, have of a lot of fun <laughs> but the thing is the thing is even if you do face some um adversity i think it can be a it can be a good thing can be a good thing <laughs> and i need some radio radio schooling yeah, so. <laughs> um, i think i think you know if you just have it easy all the time it's kind of um i 
I, I tend to, uh, I don't read a lot of autobiographies, but I, I've read a, a few through the pandemic because mm-hmm. like got got me for it. But I, I was reading things about like you know Rudolf Nureyev, the the ballet dancer, and Olivier with his acting. I, I found like within these 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 some of these great careers or whatever we have to use that word there was they always had some serious you know these great artists oh, there was always hardship. really great um hardship yes. even though even though they did some amazing things it was always something up against them there's know? there's a there's always a bit of torment involved yeah. and absolutely um so before we we jump start where you know a then and now yeah because you gave us a wonderful very giving interview back in the day yeah in 2017 but how did you two meet? Let's go over, you know, this new newlyweds in front of me. You go for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want like the all the details around, including well, I used to live. <laughs> yeah, go <ahead>. sure. <laughs> uh, why 2019. It wasn't too long ago. Um, I was living in this gypsy caravan. <laughs> really? As you would imagine, Milo, uh, where she would be living. It used to be a horse trailer, but I was, I found myself, um, after a lot of rambling around the world and touring, I ended up, um, getting my home as a, like a little gypsy trailer in a back, back of another house, uh, of a bunch of gypsies. Now, <laughs> now where, what is Glendale. a little Glendale? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't think Glendale would be, you know, gypsy trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, in- I, had I known about that, that's yeah. where I would be. Yeah, uh, we did wow. have a hot tub in a pool too. So yeah, wow, a little. Uh, so and you had been in LA for how long? Since 2014. Okay. So and it's it, been eight years. Or and you nine. and now at this point you have a nice trajectory going. Mm-hmm. You have a name for yourself in this in the the community of. I mean, I. I know you do so much more than burlesque, but what what would you would you just say performance artist or entertainer? Entertainer, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, I've you know I doesn't really matter uh, what skill I'm using, applying on my performance yes. because you know burlesque is one of the last things I ever done in my life. <laughs> Even though I'm like pretty young, but I started with uh, dancing and puppet theater. I toured with oh. puppet theater for many years oh, so i did cool. voiceover for puppets in my city when it was 13 12 my first yeah 12 and you know uh and then i tour and travel with tap dance companies i used to teach too and ah. from there and i used to do you know uh regular theater too and then i i got into swing dancing and all the i jazz, can totally American see culture. that absolutely when I started traveling um around europe i i still live in italy when i was 16 so i learned all that art form and i learned from so many people from festivals and then that's one one of the reasons i wanted to come to america is actually to become a jazz singer ah, okay <laughs> but i end up meeting so many swing dancers and i end up traveling and performing vaudeville acts vaudeville. in around america a dying art ladies and gentlemen yeah the, yeah. the quintessential mm-hmm. vaudeville yeah. i love that I, and i love that you're keeping it alive yes you and, I, somebody and crew. has to i'm not the only one yeah There's oh no but it's but, around. It, but it does seem to be a niche and a niche of of performers mm-hmm. and so it's just always exciting to meet someone following that passion Okay, so you're in Glendale. You're in this <laughs> yeah. bohemian kind of gypsy 
uh, abode. And I was uh, at that specific night that I met Pete. I was, I was there, um, feeling very homesick, missing my family, heartbroken. Mm. You know, it wasn't <laughs> a good time for me, and I, I had like. I was sitting at night. It was like in the evening, and I I had like a a last piece of cheesecake <laughs> that somebody gave me, and I froze. And, and then I didn't know what to do. I just that's when you know you're cheesecake. really blue. When yeah, you're, and when you're yeah. eating cheesecake, yeah, frozen cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I started eating and crying. So my tears was falling over the cheesecake, and I was mm. eating my own tears. Oh, very poetic. It suddenly, is poetic. Yeah. Suddenly, my phone rang, and I receive a, a text message from a. A good friend of mine, Miss Addie Hampton, she's a singer to artist. Mm -hmm. And then she said, Mila, I'm baking cookies in an hour. Come over. And I got all happy. And yeah, I that's a good friend. changed clothes <laughs> yeah. three times. Uh, <laughs> and then I head over the place and I show up there. It was me and her started baking cookies. Aww. And we had a little cocktail and... and was just me there, and, and she said she invited a bunch of friends, but the door I was bell. The only one turned oh up. boy! Sounds like a setup <laughs> to me. Like, sounds like a setup. Oh. She swears it isn't. <laughs> and Pete show up. Um, first of all, first idea that I had him when he passed through the door. My first first thought was, oh, he's he's quite modern. Because he was dressed up very sixties, and I'm very 1920s girl, so yeah, I thought it was oh, so really modern. So to you, modern. it's modern. Well, okay. I'm a mod, you know, <laughs> a Brit. But I mean, I don't know. And when he said he was from England, I thought too. Thank God he's European because I haven't had much friends from Europe, and I'm very mm. European myself from my whole oh, Bra very Brazilian so. background, Italian family. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was a kind of relief to meet someone that felt a little more close to home to me. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. And then, Pete, what was your thought upon meeting your future wife? Yeah, I was, I was leaving. I remember Bruce's studio. I was leaving Bruce's studio, and... Uh, and I received, and I got that call from Eddie. I still remember, and I was like, "Should I go? Shouldn't I go? I just wanted to go home." And and uh, and he, uh, she was like, uh, "Peter, you know, she got this funny accent. I, I love Eddie. She's really funny. She's a great singer too. You, oh, meet, yes? you should okay, meet her we'll sometime." And she, um, she said, "Come over. I'm baking cookies." And I was like, "Yeah, all right then." So anyway, that's I, a beautiful I, invitation. I would, yeah. yeah, that's kind of rare. Yeah. And baking cookies. <laughs> yeah, come on exactly. Over. And we, I got there, and the fun. I'll tell you a funny thing. I was speaking to a friend um, that I knew. Uh, this girl called Chinoa, who moved from LA up to. Um, uh, near San Francisco, Petaluma, or somewhere up like uh, like that, and she was she was someone that was involved in the dance burlesque world a few years ago, I think, and she, you know, sold a lot of vintage clothing and all of that kind of stuff. And I remember I was chatting to her. This was two weeks before I met me, and I was chatting to her, and I said, um, and there was a picture of me and Genoa one day in her. She had like this clown outfit, like a beret and like a pagliacci kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So I'd put this vintage clown outfit on. And uh, and we took this photograph, and then uh, fast forward a couple of years to 2019, she's talking to me about it, and I said, "Did you ever get rid of that outfit with the clown thing? Because that was really cool." And I've written this play, and it's kind of like really about this, like this clown kind of, you know. So I was telling her this story, and she goes, 
she goes, oh, you should meet my friend Mila. She's like really like, she lives in LA, she's from Brazil and she's like an amazing dancer and she's into clowning and all of that stuff. And ah. I was like, she sent me her Instagram and I was kind of like looking at, looking at speech. I didn't, uh, I okay. must have looked for 10 seconds. And then. My Instagram didn't impress him. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I just browse. I'm not very good at that Instagram yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I kind of like, it was pretty impressive. I, was I, mean. <laughs> say, I don't know if I believe it was 10 seconds, Mila. Yeah. I don't know if I believe this story. But I know, but it was, I must yeah, have been on my way somewhere. <laughs> I must have been on my way somewhere, preoccupied, <laughs> and I just had a quick browse. But then when I got into Addie's place, she said, hi, I am Mila. And I was like, oh, you look. You really look like someone I've, I've, I've we met, or you know, I knew that I had heard her name, and and then I did. It didn't. It didn't register with me immediately, but we started to chat. And I, I first thought she was Eastern European. So I thought she was from Russia or from, you know, sure. She has that really thing a little bit exotic. Um, and then she well, said, like "No, Brazil I, is exotic too." But yes, yeah, kind of had look like she, she has that. She said, I'm from Brazil, and then it registered with me. I was like, that's so, um, what's the word? Where uh, apropos. Yeah, where things um, happen. Serendipitous. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, my friend was just talking about you, and Addie's invited you tonight. And anyway, we started chatting. She said she was from Brazil, and I was like, oh. That's I mentioned Ayrton Senna, because I grew up with my dad and us in in England yes. with Formula One loving Ayrton Senna so sh I don't think she's ever stopped hearing about Ayrton Senna it from me it was the me. first time I heard the word Ayrton Senna after like I was like six years old yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, and then and then uh, I d drove her home we went uh, I saw her gypsy caravan for a bit I invited which... him back to my caravan yeah night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what it, happens when it. you meet Mila Spigalone hey, you know you know yeah. but we just yeah. talked about Charlie Chaplin uh, other people just things. invite you back to their to their kitchen or their house but Mila Spigalone she invites yeah. you back to a yeah. gypsy caravan yeah, okay exactly. so I wasn't cool going to turn that down privileged <laughs> position to be in exactly um, and then we just kind of hung out for a bit, and I, I was I was doing this recording at the time, which involved uh, Jacob Dylan, uh, okay. Bob Dylan's son, and it yes. was at um, he was playing a show at Amoeba as part because he had made this film uh, Echo in the Canyon. It was it was good. I saw the film. Yeah, I went to the premiere. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did too. Good. At that point, it was mm -hmm. kind of. Um, and we, I think that was the second time we met up. And then we just kind of, she was performing at, at places like Port Vu, um mm -hmm. and the Cicada Club where she used to be the elevator girl and all of that kind of stuff. So I just, I quickly Neat, became very impressed. Nostalgic, yes. You know, well, by this person that was like, I was like, she tap dances one minute, she's doing burlesque and she's singing. And I was like, yeah, it was crazy, but really amazing. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, visually you two look so absolutely perfect like someone like the gods just put you together <laughs> like it would be impossible to if you were to ever meet it would be impossible not to oh, form you. this beautiful union that you, you that you have yeah um so pete last time we we chatted on the show you had just completed your fourth album yeah, and you it was were, um, that was just, just think that was even before I met Mila. Oh yes, you know, she wasn't even a thought at that point. Isn't that something? Um, yeah, well, that was that was probably 2018, right? Maybe. Uh, when did you start the oh, show? Oh, you know, okay, 2017. I think you were in like pre-ordering uh, of the album. I was in. I think because we I, were promoting it. Yeah, because I I'd been in a number of. 
I was here also uh, since 2014, the same same year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was initially living in New York, and I was coming over many times to um, record, you know, with people like Mitchell Froome and Lenny Warnicker and people that were really marvellous. And then I... Mm-hmm. I ended up meeting Bruce um, Wittkin because Bruce, um, he we connected when I was in England over something over a track that ended up in a in a Johnny Depp movie, this movie, The Lone Ranger. Oh uh, yes. And me and Bruce just became fun. really good friends, and I think it was about, about that time I did your show first that mm-hmm. we were just wrapping up recording. And I ended up signing to Linda Perry started this new label yes. called We Are Here. So had, had I done that at that point? Yes. First, yeah. Well, no. I think yeah. I think that was post. Yeah. But yeah. But I remember that. Um, yeah. So, and, and are you still with Linda Perry? Um, she the the label we signed to through the pandemic ended up um, like some things just went by the wayside and, and yeah. her label ended up folding. So she's okay. gone, well, she, that label ended up folding. She's gone her way and Carrie went his and is doing it. They're both doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. She um, retained my, at, you know, the, the creative works that I had recorded and was signed to the label, which was an album mainly produced by Bruce. I did some sessions with her. And also, we did this. Um, we did this film that was shot in Capital uh, Capital Studios mm-hmm. in Hollywood, um, which hasn't been fully released yet. So I'm working on releasing that. Um, what kind of film? It's a kind of music doc. She, when she first met me, she was, um, you know, she was. I still remember her looking at me in a quizzy kind of way, and she was like, "Oh, you know, you're." You know, she gave me a guitar, I sang some songs, and then she listened to some tracks, and she was really impressed. And she, um, she said, "You're obviously kind of a a throwback, but you've got this thing, you know." And she wanted to. She, I think she had heard about my collabs with a few other people. You know, the I'd done some t- dates with the Black Keys and you know yeah. other other people in in Europe and here in America too. And she was she was you know talking about oh you you've got an image you know the, the way you oh you the way you present have yourself your, your point of view absolutely so she wanted yeah. to I think she, I think I think I mean I'd have to ask her but I from my conversations with her she, she was like I would like to make a short film maybe in she's got a lovely studio in Sherman Oaks so she was kind of we'll do a we'll do a, a twenty minute doc of you you know being in the studio seeing as you record. Like they used to record with musicians on the floor, yeah. very live, you know. So I um, I was really for the idea. I thought it was great. And then she – it quickly grew, I think, uh, in her mind over the space of about a week. It went from being a, 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 shoot, a small film in my studio to let's do it at Capitol. And, oh, you know. excellent. So I love kind those of, kind of projects. That means because you have something so good yeah, that and, you have to make it bigger. Exactly, yeah. and, and and Capital Studios, like for for a, a Brit musician, I guess is is kind of like Abbey Road in a way. You you or it's it's kind of, you know, you read so much about some of these places, it like get bigger, yeah, yeah, even like Carnegie Hall or something. You stand outside Absolutely. in awe, and yes. I remember first even on a visit to LA, being outside Capital, and you know, ha- having read the history of. Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole and Judy Garland, all of those people, um, and uh, and obviously the Beatles and all of that kind of stuff. But uh, even though they'd never recorded there, I know that it, they're very synonymous with the whole Capitol record label. Um, so it it felt like 
it felt like quite fateful, really, because I remember standing outside there years before and, you know, just wishing that I'd uh, get to record there. And um, and luckily, as manifesting, and a know? chap called Don was uh, who runs the a great musician and producer who's worked with the Stones and a number of people. He 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 works. I think he's the head of Blue Note Records with Nora Jones and all of those. A little cats. name called Blue Note. Yeah, a little name <laughs> called Blue Note. And he um, he had he had heard some of the things I'd done before and really was fond of it. And Linda had contacted him, so it was, it was kind of like a stars aligning. There was yeah. Mike Garson, Joey Warnica, Evan Rachel Wood, and Jacob Dylan, and the the big. Uh, even the 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 most fabulous thing about it was I I had uh, we'd asked Ronnie Spector to be part of it and she uh. came and was there for that day so she's sadly passed away this year but she um, I'm glad that's that so she was cool involved. yes yeah. that she was able to do that yeah. yeah and that you were able to have her yeah is is a gift yeah definitely uh, sprinkles on top of an already frosted cupcake. You know, because I mean that ensemble exactly. is just yeah amazing. Gross. Yeah, so very. they released a couple of little vignettes to part with me and Jacob, but the full film we're we're now. Uh, I went to Linda and I said, "There's a label." I'd met uh, a friend in Rome, actually, Luca Sapio, who is a radio ride DJ and a music producer and has his own record label. Um, I'd met him through my uh, musician friend uh, Giuseppe in uh, Giuseppe in Rome, uh, and he kind of said, oh, "I'm really let's let's make a new record." And then he questioned what happened with that record, and I said, "Well, the pandemic happened, and and no one promoted anything, and then the label went under." It's kind of like a it's kind of a bit heartbreaking, but I was ready to move on to something else. And he was like, "Maybe we should speak to Linda and see what we can do." and so he's now doing a re-release of this record that uh, you know is going to put some promotion and some love into it that it deserves. You know, well, wonderful. Yeah, that's, I'm really happy that's about a, that. That's a great story. That has a happy ending despite the exactly. pandemic, and yeah. a lot of people, you know, were yeah. in that position and just had to yeah. adjust. It's yeah. just adjustments, exactly. Basically, you know, and yeah. um, so would you uh, be interested in playing a little something for sure. us? Absolutely, Great. and and you know, I I just have to say, you really are making me want to put on my sunglasses. Oh yeah, well I got these. <laughs> these arrived in the post today. These Celine like sun sunglasses. I uh, should I put them? Uh, yeah. on? Okay. So maybe yeah. Uh, so yeah, if if you yeah. uh, want to get out the guitar sure. and 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 play and so, so, and the so we could do one of two things, or we okay. could actually do two things. Um, Obviously, Mila's here, so we could sing a little duet together. Would you like I that? I would love that. Absolutely. And she's also brought something else with her that if we can figure it out and set it up, that we might be able to do something and, else. And us. while they set up, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to interview their dog, Lolita. was just chewing on could some we, piece of they, they have Yes, could you put her on the table and we get a shot of Lolita? This is the most... Adorable bulldog. I know all bulldogs are adorable. Is she a, she's a French bulldog, yeah. no? A little Frenchy <laughs> with her bow. She's very feminine and girly and glamorous like her mama and flamboyant like her papa. Oh my gosh. She is 
Oh, hi, Lolita. Now talking to the mic. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so sweet. <laughs> so yes, we, you know, we have dogs on drink, dogs drinking during business hours, and Lolita would like a little glass of, uh, of Chablis. Uh, she's really quite the. Uh, Connoisseur. She kind of is a French bulldog in the true sense of the word. She loves cheese very much. Okay. All right. So she's a foodie. Pate, all of it. Yeah. I love um, it. And then you try and feed her dog food and she just doesn't like it. Oh, she's so offended by dog food. Okay. So she's spoiled. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> well, she'll probably live longer um, not having that stuff. So. Um, do you want to put her down while you sing? Yeah. She's cold. Okay. <laughs> she yeah. brought her sweat. Oh, really? Should I turn? I. I Turn the air up because be it's, right. be it's right. a little stuffy in the studio when I walked in. Her cashmere would keep her warm. So would this, um, is this picking up okay? Yes, if you want to just adjust the mic slightly to there. To we here? Go. Is yes, that good? Yes, that's so much better. Good. Can you hear the guitar over them? Over yes, there? beautiful. Um, and Mila, the same... Same thing, just make sure you're kind of close to the mic there. Yeah, you need to use sing choir, so you need to be on. Oh, or maybe, okay. Yeah. What do you um, want to do? This is so exciting, um, ladies and gentlemen. We belong together. Okay, so um, this this is a song off the very first record I made, um, and it's, a, it's an album called Walking Off the Map, and I recorded it with um, my friend and um, great, artist uh painter musician songwriter billy childish in my hometown and um mm-hmm, this is a song from that that album called we belong together i recorded the version on the album with his wife julie so check out that recording it sounds like it was recorded in 1930 or something love it but um but me and mila have been doing a version i don't have a harmonica i didn't bring harmonicas we can do without it okay. I, i'll get on the harmonica yeah oh, no i don't <laughs> um, a little higher. I'll try not to harmonize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a feeling called lonely as time goes by. Ever since the word you told me. I love's a waste of time You said that love would last forever But it could not be I thought that we belong together Or you belong to me There's a day that I remember no longer ago You whisper words that were so tender Like a cold wind blow You said it too and I completely It lingered in my ear A sound that breathed an air so sweetly That only I could hear well, today feels like a Sunday, it goes on and on, and every day is a blue Monday, since you done me wrong, 
Well, I hope your days will never See the emptiness I've seen I thought that we belong together Or you belong to me That would be where the harmonica solos. Oh, no. <laughs> this is my part. See, I'm messing it up. Yeah. That was my, my cue. Well, I saw a willow weeping. Her tears soaked me through. And underneath that I was sleeping. I dream a dream of you. I thought that I'd done all my crying. Left it all behind Well, but there's something in me dying A broken heart I find So now I bow my head in sorrow And I feel ashamed The dreams I had for us tomorrow I shatter all the same You know that I could blow a feather From here to Tennessee Napoli I thought that we belong together Oh, you belong to me Well, today feels like a Sunday goes on and on and every day is a blue monday since you done be wrong well i hope your days will never see the emptiness i've seen i thought that we belong together or you belong to me I thought that we belong together Or you belong to me just absolutely beautiful oh you both harmonize so gorgeously oh, together i and like playing that song I, lo I love recording that song and then it, i when it came to playing it live i could i would never do it unless there was someone that could could do it you know so and, and, yeah and no, no better person too. yeah no better person than than your wife You're yeah the, so uh, thank you so much for sharing. Oh, I oh, I would love to hear that. On is that going to be on an album? Or could it's we on. Cut that? I mean, I'd love to do a version, oh. record a version with me. But it is on. It is there is a version. Billy um, has a very, um, you know, he's he has a way of doing things that's uniquely his in a way. Very inspired by the past, but he uh, he recorded me on his little two track machine. I don't know much okay. about it, to, to be honest. But okay, I remember so you have was, a version. But yeah, it's, it's solo recorded with oh. his wife Julie. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, with yeah. Julie. Okay, and it's okay. Uh, it's it's it really authentically 
with no gimmick sounds like an old, really old record because it's oh, kind of the um, crackles and then yeah, yeah i mean it's like recorded on an old tape oh machine. i'd love to hear it however to yeah. me that that there will never yeah. be a better version, we'll a version than what too. i just heard yeah. honestly yeah. and it would be really cool if you could record that to one another I, th- I think it would go over hugely and then we've so. got uh we have another little surprise for you do you want to do oh this? yes do you want to yeah. try something I don't know if you can get it on. Maybe if you, it's, it's dancing, correct? It's a, yes. a ta- I would love that, and we I think can we can. This. Yeah, I think we can make some adjustments with the with the camera with this camera. I, I could just probably have to get change it. Change my shoes yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. No. And please. I just need the lyrics. But um, uh, <laughs> there's we, which one are we doing? Uh, okay. So well, while you do that, I'm I we did not hear the story of how you popped the question, Pete. Like how did this? Do you want to know something really funny? About? <laughs> I t- I'll tell you something really funny. I, I never really popped the question. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I think, I think you just both showed just- up. Drag me to the church. And say, We're going to <laughs> it's a well, little presumptuous. If, it, if I did drag, <laughs> if I did drag her to the church, my dad would have been really pleased. But we we ended up. Um, we talked about it for a while, and then it was just, um, it was, uh, can I, how can I explain this with that? Because I want it to be really romantic. It was really romantic. Well, you two are the epitome of romance. Everything so. was really romantic, but it was, the, also, the, it was also a fact that I kind of, I am from England, and I've, I've been through many, you know, uh, you know, visa things, and we just needed to kind of get married. For you know, it was like, uh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, we were get we were getting married for the right reason. We might have oh, we might have left definitely. it a couple of years or something, but we yeah. we were just <laughs> it was at the end of the pandemic, and um, is it is the pandemic ended? A- am I sorry I asked this question? No. <laughs> No, I guess you you might be. How can I turn it into a romantic? You need to thing? do. You need to better this this answer, right. Pete. This I'll like, better this answer. Work on it. I'll work on it. There, there'll be a part three interview and come back with we, a better answer wanted, of how you proposed to your wanted, wife. We wanted to really do it, and we thought it would be nice to go to a, church, a little church and do it, or go to the Beverly Hills Courthouse or somewhere like that, or the Pasadena Courthouse. Cool. And then all of these places were closed still. Yeah, last year. yeah, because it was, was still. Um, you can do a virtual wedding, and I was in like, the heart of the pandemic, actually. Yeah. And a yeah. virtual wedding didn't sound very appealing. No. So, yeah, a, f- a close friend of ours, very close friend, uh, Sandra Barron, she was, she was like, well, let's just go to a hotel and you know, with a few friends, because again, they were like, you can have eight people around a table, you know, or something like that. So um, we just um, we got this this efficient chap that married her her and her husband. He she said he'll come and he'll come there and do it for you. He can do it all in one place. So we just had a little group of friends, oh. and it was very small. No, we never had no family from England, no family from Brazil yet. So we're, we're yet to celebrate mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. But um, well, but I we think. I think all kidding aside, the fact that you did it unconventionally is yeah. one of the things that make it so romantic. And yeah. I did see the photos and it looked like oh, just yeah. a, Actually, ma- it was a wedding kind of the in marriage, heaven. The wedding of my dreams, I think, Aww. because we, it wasn't planned. It was, it was like literally, like you say about God just wanted to put you together. It was everything, mm-hmm. it was just happened, you know, like. Some people get all stressed out about planning a wedding three years before, you know, how many years. It was so kind of last minute, but everything was just a flow, you know, the well, whole it was wedding right. preparation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the cake and everything. We got a cake from Ladore. 
And we Perfect. got married now at the Beverly Hills Hotel. It's our favorite place and so historic of all. Oh, yes. Old Hollywood. And it's so you. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I loved the photos. Yeah. Really. It was really, so romantic. it couldn't have been, um, other than maybe like being in a, in a chapel with all of our families, that was the only thing that would have been nicer. It couldn't have really been more perfect than that yeah. day that we did it. It was just... Well, and really maybe beautiful. maybe later, you know, yeah. with a family, you can you yeah. can do it again. But okay, yeah. so I think we have uh, a special treat. This song's called "63 Chevrolet." It was a it was a just a B side to one of the forty fives that I had made, and it's a kind of Mila likes it. So, <laughs> um. gotta tell you now, hey Joe. You never knew that I know This life's ain't no show Hey-ho all the way I'm gonna ride upon a freight train I'm gonna catch me an airplane I'm gonna head on down a highway In my 63 Chevrolet All the cats will come a-crying They say it ain't no child of mine And sinning all it is a-lying no, no truth of any kind No, no, no kind-hearted woman Oh, no, no guitar man The lives of vigor, some are coming They're gonna tumble, tumble down Gotta tell you now, hey, Joe You never knew that I know And this life's ain't no show Hey-ho, all the way But I'm gonna ride upon a freight train I'm gonna catch me an airplane But I'm gonna head on down a highway In my 63 Chevrolet Want too many bad deeds, babe That I don't wanna conceal No point trying to deny it You can't help the way you feel And I belong to no other Just to the railroad track Be careful who you call your brother they're gonna stab you in the back I gotta tell you now, hey Joe You never knew that I know This life's ain't no show Hey, oh, all the way But I'm gonna ride upon a freight train But I'm gonna catch me an airplane And I'm gonna head on down the highway My 63 Chevrolet Take it, man Well, I'm waiting at the station With not a penny to my name Ain't it a mighty revelation Where no one else can give a damn And I belong to no other Just to the railroad track Be careful who you call your brother They're gonna stab you in the back I gotta tell you now, hey Joe You never knew that I know and this life's ain't no show Hey-ho all the way I'm gonna ride upon a freight train I'm gonna catch me an airplane I'm gonna head on down the highway 
highway, my 63 Chevrolet. I'm gonna head on down the highway in my 63 Chevrolet. Thank you very much. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. That is fantastic. Thank that you. That was a small, that was an acoustic slow version and there's no small space. So <laughs> I tried my best. Uh, you <laughs> were phenomenal. I, I wish that I had a bigger studio and a big crew with lights and fireworks and all of that dry ice. I don't know, but it it was just didn't actually. It didn't need anything. It was so amazing. Thank you for sharing your talent. You're such a d wonderful dancer. Do you want to move this? Do you want to move this one over? Oh, Can you get? Oh, should I move oh, this more? She's not up on oh, it. Oh, okay, here we go. there you here go. go. There you go. Well. Where can our viewers find you both? What uh, um, your I'm, socials? I'm, yeah, you you do all of that. Uh, <laughs> we'll start no, with uh, Mila. I do Facebook. I do just Instagram. Instagram. Mila Spigolong or my show Tropical Follies is the page Tropical Follies. Okay. Uh, Pete Instagram too is Pete Molinari. I guess. Or buy my records. That would be. <laughs> Come to a show. Or, yeah, or just can find us yeah. in a show. Well, I'm actually. I have a few shows coming up. This really? Week. Yeah. Give them a plug, please. Um, I have a show tonight. Um, it's called Femme Follies. Is a friend of mine. Uh, she's putting on a show every Wednesday night at Barley's in Hollywood. At Barley's in Hollywood. Uh, every Wednesday. Sunset and Wilcox. It is every Wednesday. I'm not there every Wednesday, but I'm. I'm a few nights. But tonight is my first night there. Wonderful. I'm doing an act um, tonight. Um, and then Sunday, I'm going to be uh, doing another performance at the Cicada Club with um, the band Natal Natalie Mendonca and her Tiger Five at Cicada Club is downtown LA. Wonderful. And what date is that? Uh, do you Sunday know the date? Sunday is the 4th. Uh, okay. Come along if you're not it's the exactly fourth or the fifth. Uh, today is uh, the first. It, will, it will be the fifth June on 1st. Sunday. Okay, okay, so the fifth, yeah. okay, excellent. And do you have any shows in uh, July? Uh, I do. I have. I'm doing the same show tonight. I'm doing uh, July sixth. July sixth. Okay. On, on the same place in Barley's. In Barley's, Hollywood. Follies and okay. I'm still waiting for my schedule. Okay, <laughs> my schedule excellent. Sometimes but comes in less. Like sure. No, before. that's that's common with entertainers. Uh, but so just follow uh, Mila's Instagram and look for her shows. And that's that's Mila M I L L A. Just one L. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> do you mind spelling it for, for everyone? I know I'm going to mess it up, but I just want to make sure that they know where to find you because this is all audio for. Right. It's M I L A S P I G O. L O N. Fun, fun. And, and mine's sure. Pete Molinari. P E T E M O L I N A R I. Uh, but we, I am. This record comes out, I think, in Europe, mainly Europe, I believe. I don't know about uh, the American side of things right now. We're working on that, but uh, we don't know about the American side of yeah, things either. Pete. I, know. <laughs> I, I don't mean politically no in any way. Will I'm there like, be a tomorrow? I'm not getting. I'm not, I'm not talking politics. Um, I, I, I believe that they're in the process of of uh, sorting out all of that kind of distribution. But I know that it's coming out on Blind Faith Records in. Um, 
I think end of August, maybe beginning of September, and we're planning uh, a full like um, I'm gonna do some recording over there and in Lucas Studio, and uh, loads of dates in Europe again. I haven't toured in Europe for a oh, while, so how uh, nice. And Mila, what we're trying to plan with Luca is. Uh, a show that would be instead of just the next kind of here's my next record is the next kind of rock and roll act or whatever you know or the next uh you know create something a bit different now that now that we work together a little bit on certain things is to try and create a show where people would be getting a ticket to see a, a you know me and the music and a new music or whatever and and have Mila in there not so much as a support act but maybe in between like four different sets have her come on and do some dancing do some singing yeah, and just create a bit up. more give Absolutely. people a bit more for I'll their money tropical follies acts to yeah. all musical variety it adds so much flavor yeah absolutely so I, those would, dates, I would absolutely see that show that's for sure i don't have those dates right now but i will let you know you know in the coming weeks or months or whatever as when they'll be and then they'll be posted up i guess and they'll you know hoping to go back to scandinavia and europe and all of those places and everywhere else really i can't wait Phenomenal. and the states obviously um phenomenal yeah, well that's so. uh you two are magic mm -hmm. and thank, thank you, you so very much thank for you. sharing your magic here in the studio at drinking during business hours and i can't wait for a part three right yeah. uh then and now and thank you for also for bringing lolita she's also a delight and where can we find lolita no i'm, I'm just kidding we, i'm about to say oh, really? okay page. i was gonna say I'm i mean she's she's, she's not doesn't have page, an insta yeah. where yeah there's uh, because people would definitely like to watch this beautiful she does these here. she does these little tricks if you got you have to have a piece of cheese which is our favorite yeah. things but she'll do this um you know she we, she kind of does a couple of ballet moves well we have hey, <laughs> if you if you give me some cheese you'll yeah. see some ballet moves as well well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining. Until the next time. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.